Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. And I am Ben. And we are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. And a uh, little little change of pace to start the show here. We are an NFL uh, football podcast. That's what we normally talk about. Uh, we'd be remiss if we did not, however, uh, send our condolences to the family and friends and, and everybody who's affected by the loss of not only Kobe Bryant, but his 13-year-old daughter and the other seven human beings who lost their life in that horrible crash yesterday. Like I said, we're normally just talking about football and NFL things, but this is very seldom in the history of sports that I can remember to somebody who, even though he wasn't playing in his prime, he was still so young and had so much to offer. And... It's just really something you don't expect because you see these guys play and they're bulletproof. And then something happens like this and it reminds you, I don't want to come off as cheesy, but how fragile life can be. That's and, what I heard a lot. It, it makes sense. Yeah, and and let's all be a, a little bit more appreciative of those around us and uh, the people we care about. And, you know, just don't sweat the small stuff. Put things in perspective because you never know when it's going to be your last day. Yep. And there's much more important things in life than petty differences. Just send out my thoughts to them and their families, and uh, may they rest in peace. Agreed. Agreed. And there is absolutely zero way, nor would I want to even try, to transition from that to something else. So we are just going to start with another topic. Right. Uh, we're not going to try it. Obviously, that's not, this is not the time to add in a... Yeah, ad lib or yeah try to be funny in any way maybe poor taste yeah very poor taste and that's not what we're about here so we are going to start the normal podcast now yep with uh discussion on one of your favorite quarterbacks ever absolutely one of my favorites philip rivers i mean he's i mean gold standard of, of nfl quarterback. legendary stat collector philip rivers oh my god he is just atrocious I've never seen anybody so just wildly mediocre. But, I mean, we're doing research. We're looking up stats. And if you have read me his stat line, I'd say, man, that's a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's a hell of a player. That's a hell of a career. But then you're like, oh, that's Philip Rivers. And all of a sudden it just it kind of makes it like mean half as much because you know he's never come through in the clutch. I, I- like we pointed out um, when we talked about Eli, the only the really realistically the difference between Eli and Philip is that Eli has the two games where he got to and came through and won, and that's the two Super Bowls. Philip has one AFC appearance, and he didn't do great in that one, and that was that was it for his show. I mean, it's just. Five and six playoff record. Five and six. Oh and one in the AFC Championship game. Which tells you, because you know that that year, I believe, the AFC Championship year, they were a wild card team, I think. Mm. Which would have been two of those victories right there. No, no. He was. Um, Did they win the division that year? They, they hosted. Um, oh, you're right. They, yeah, you're right about that. They, they hosted, hosted the, the. They they played in the wild card game, but they hosted it um, against Tennessee. Well, right, but they still had to win two games to get there. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, two, two of those wins were right yeah, in that season. A, yeah, they won at home against Tennessee, and then astonishingly, like we, we, we found out, 2-0 and against the P- 
Peyton Manning led Indianapolis Colts in his career. Well, Peyton Manning was no Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the problem. Therein lies the issue, and I guess most teams have this issue, is that he was 0-3 against the New England Patriots in the playoffs, which is a problem. Uh, it, it begs the question, because why we're talking about this is because there's reports that say the Chargers are out on Phil Yeah, they've moved on from Phil Rivers. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're not going to confirm that. And they're they're saying that they haven't made a decision yet. Yes, uh, but when they there's have. when they there's smoke, definitely they, have. Yeah, they, when there's smoke, there's fire. An interesting route I want to go, and maybe you don't want to go down this route, but I'd like to go down this route just for a few minutes. Well, it's a slow news day, so we got go time. nuts. Go nuts. We got time. It's kind of our show, so we can do what we want. Right. Uh, which route are they going to go for their quarterback? Are they going to go youth? Or are they going to go experience? I think they have some rebuilding to do on that team. I think they have to go youth. Everybody's saying with Phillip Rivers out, Tom Brady's going to go to the Chargers. I highly doubt that. I mean, I know he's from California, but that is not a Super Bowl. They're not one player away from the Super Bowl. Right. And, I mean, maybe Tom Brady really feels – this is all based on speculation, by the way. This is not anything that's, to the best of my knowledge, actually been said or even discussed amongst the players and teams. Unless Tom Brady feels that that system fits him so well, he'll be able to just just get right in the playoffs, get to the postseason without you know without them changing much. Because Melvin Gordon's probably not going to be there next year. No, he won't. I mean, he already tried his holdout; it didn't work. And now he's a free agent. Now he's a free agent. He 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 didn't really perform all that well. I mean, I think he's a very good player. I think in the right system. Melvin Gordon could be tremendously effective. And they're not going to tag him. But, no, there's no way. So, I, I think they're just going to let him walk. They're going to let Rivers walk. And that's a lot of cap room freed up. An interesting move would be, and this is going to be a topic of our next discussion, Drew Brees coming back to, well, not coming back to San Diego, but coming back to the Chargers. Maybe for a year or two. I mean, because I, they I need to know. sell, they need to sell their 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 fan base in L.A. They're not selling them. the The Rams are selling. They're selling their team because they went to the Super Bowl last last year. Los Angeles Chargers, a lot of their games felt like road games because their other fan bases would take over the stadium. You need maybe they maybe they bring in a flashy player to kind of sell their team. Drew Brees, I, I get Brady, I get that, but Brady's not going to the Chargers. Brees coming back to the Chargers to finish off his career would make sense. Just 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 a thought. Personally, they have the sixth pick and they have the thirty seventh pick. They are in a nice position where they can take the second best or third best quarterback, or they can wait till the top. You say they have the sixth pick? They have the sixth pick, yeah. How do they have the sixth pick? Uh, I researched it. They have the sixth pick. Wow. Yeah. That would have been from a trade or something. I think so. Because they weren't. I don't think the record was that bad. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the sixth pick that they had. But they, they are in a. Well, they're 5-11. It's possible. They're in a convenient spot. 
Because also at the top of the second second round, they can grab one of those, I don't want to say maintenance guys that you know need time, but there's a couple guys there that they could just grab and pair him with a, a bridge guy. I mean, there's, option, there's options in the free agency to go for a lower-tier guy that maybe, you know, a Mariota that is trying to prove himself. Maybe he does that little pillow contract that uh, Tannehill did. I don't know. I just, I see, I see a option to go Breeze, though. I do see an option there. I don't know if Breeze would go back there. I don't, I don't think so either. I just see, I see a, a path. I mean, I know that's half the fun of this is, you know, kind of like, you know, fantasy picking who's going to go where. I don't, I don't see Drew Brees going. I, I don't see Drew Brees playing for another team besides the, the Saints. I mean, we're going to get into that's our other topic today. Right. We're going to get into that, but I think if anything, the Chargers would try to take that six pick, package it. Leapfrog Miami and take Tua, and have, I mean, talk about Tua, Hawaiian or Polynesian? Mm, I want to say Hawaiian. I, b- I believe Hawaiian. I mean, come on, you're not going to get much closer to Hawaii than Southern California, mm-hmm. unless you're in Hawaii. Obviously, I mean, I know I was still very, very far away, but I mean, you would think he'd at least feel. Somewhat at home, in a nice you know nice environment like that, he'd be comfortable. The team would have their franchise guy, you know, on paper at least. You never know how he's going to pan out. You still have to get a experienced quarterback, though. Well, not everybody can have an experienced quarterback and the guy to. No, no I mean not like, not like an experienced like superstar level, but I mean like someone who can run an offense, like. Ryan Fitzpatrick ain't doing nothing. He got signed by. I think he got signed already. Didn't Did he? he? Oh, how? I think Unless he picked up an option, he couldn't get signed already. Either that, or they're seriously in the works. They're they're almost treating him like he's coming back to Miami. Huh. Well, but I, I see it like a a Matt Flynn situation with Seattle, where they sign him to a decent amount of money. They drafted a quarterback, and obviously Russell Wilson beat him out. I just think he's not I, – I don't know if he's going to be ready for the season physically. And then that means he might not be ready till midseason to even be in full game mode. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that's that's a long-term play, though. Yeah. That's not – I mean, they're not going to pass him up. If they, th- if they think – and, of course, this all is, you know, uh, contingent on them actually feeling like he is a franchise quarterback. Because you're not going to spend that draft capital on somebody who you don't feel is a franchise guy. I think if they're going to go with someone, they're going to go with Justin Herbert over to a. It just Miami's just doing so much work. I feel like they're just going to put up this brick wall for anybody to try to not, to, for anyone to try to prevent them from getting them. So yeah, but Miami can't prevent two teams from trading and jumping ahead of them. I, I know, mean. but they can also, like I said before, one and two. One, two, and three are pretty much you'd it would have to be an epic trade offer for one of those three teams at the top of the draft to move down. Right. Just because 
Those are three prime positions. Defensive end, cornerback, and quarterback. And I think it's pretty well known that those are the three top position those three top players are those positions. The fourth pick is the 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 sticking point. And the Miami Dolphins sit at five. So and who has what, the fourth pick? The Giants. Okay. So that's where that's where I'm the Giants. I can play this game because you just lost the three the three top best players are gone. So you wait till the fourth pick and now you're looking like okay what do we want to do? Who do we want to raid as far as their draft picks for them to move up in their spot? And don't don't mistaken it. Miami could move up one spot. Just to make sure they get Just their to guy. make sure they get Yeah. They absolutely could do it. I, we've seen it many times for a team just to move up one spot to block everybody else. And we know how well it turned out for the Bears. <laughs> True. And I can see the the Giants even though it's one spot, holding them hostage for one first-round pick. Oh yeah, no, I, that just that makes, for one absolutely spot. that makes total sense. I mean, if, if you're if you really want this pick, I mean, what did what did the Bears give the 49ers, I believe they traded with? Yeah, a lot. They gave them quite a bit to move up one spot to draft a quarterback. That's uh, we we all know what Mitchell Trubisky is. Yeah. Even if the Bears haven't realized it yet, we know we all know. <laughs> I I. And and Chargers got a lot of draft capital. They could move up. They have the sixth pick, the thirty seventh, the the seventy first. They have enough to move up two spots if they wanted to, to get the second best quarterback in the draft. But I think they're going to pair them. Uh, whoever they pick, they're going to pair them with somebody else to be that kind of bridge. Whether it be a bridge for a year or a bridge for a couple weeks. But I think we can see Mariota. I like I like Mariota on just on the surface of he's got to prove it and it He'll might be determined. It it might be interesting what kind of offense they they install if they were to get Mariota. Cuz remember he hasn't really played for the better part of 3 months. Yeah. So by the time next year rolls around, he's got to be you think he'd be fully healthy. I do think Breeze is an outside chance. But, as we'll discuss, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think think Tom Brady goes to the Chargers either. I think they have to either get a reclamation project or trade up and get either trade up for Tua or, like you said, just take Justin Herbert. And I have no no idea where he's projected to be drafted, but I know it's not top five. Herbert? Yeah. Uh, He's about top ten. Okay, so you got three quarterbacks and, in the top ten, then. And he's been—I mean, it'll, he'll be—he'll be taking at six if if a t- if if Miami takes at five, Tua, and Chargers don't like the, who they have at that spot, they could trade down and someone could jump up to get Justin Herbert because Justin's been the past three years he's been this highly touted prospect. He could have been out last year, been a top ten pick. And he was trying to raise his draft stock to be a first. That didn't happen because, again, he sucked this year. It it could just be an interesting jockeying at the top of the draft with these quarterbacks. Which, by the way, all three of them could bomb. Yeah, you know, you very well could. I mean, it look could at, look at, like I said, the the Bears gave up a, a small fortune 
to trade up one spot to a team that didn't need a quarterback. And I don't think Houston gave up anything to get uh, Deshaun. I don't believe so. I don't don't quote me on it. I don't think they did. And whatever KC gave up to move up to get Mahomes, if, if anything was if, worth if it. If anything, if anything, yeah. it was worth it. But I know Baltimore moved up to get Lamar. Yeah, but they moved up out of the second round into the first round, the last pick in the first round with the Patriots to get him. I mean, you look at whatever quarterback, you know, top 10 uh, draft prospects you look at, whatever they project him at, it's almost always 10 picks more, uh, 10 picks higher than what people project them because they're just so coveted. And then you have someone like Dak Prescott. Third round pick. Yeah, we all know in New England about low round draft picks That's right. you know, panning out. Yeah, like I said, it's got to be a reclamation project, or yeah. I, I don't think, or or a drafted quarterback. Obviously, I didn't I didn't realize how high uh, Herbert's draft stock was. So I mean, yeah, they they, I can see the Chargers not moving then if that's the case because the Giants. I think the Giants believe Daniel Jones. Yeah, is their quarterback. I think he's shown enough to be able to earn that chance. Uh, but obviously the Dolphins need a franchise guy. The Chargers will need a franchise guy. If, in fact, they're moving on from Phillip Rivers, you never know. Like you said, all day we heard reports they had decided they were moving on from him. They weren't going to pursue him. Right. They were just going to let him walk. Supposedly, Phillip Rivers cleaned out his, his locker and everything at He's team facilities. Was gone. Yeah, moved out of the state. Like According to what everybody's saying, Phillip Rivers knows he's not coming back, and the Chargers aren't trying to pursue him to come back. Right. So that relationship, uh, whether it ended good or bad, appears to be over with. And It could have just ended, so, too. It could have just been an amicable end. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's we're, what I mean. We're done with you, Phillip. Okay, well, I'm done with you guys. I'm moving to Florida. Right. And he's got three teams in that state. You could debate. If they need a quarterback or not, obviously Miami, we know what they want to do, but Jacksonville and, and Tampa Bay, don't well, li- don't leave it out there. In all reality, too, I mean, we've been hearing here in New England how Tom Brady moved an hour away from where he lives now, and that means he's leaving the Patriots. We kind of forget, as just everyday guys, the kind of money these guys have. Like moving your family across the country is not the big deal to them. It would be the URI. No. I mean, it's it's Philip Rivers may just have said to his just has said to his family. You know, I'm getting the end of my career here. When when we're done, where do you guys want to live? And he could decide, just decided on Florida. Hmm. I mean, realistically, it's going to take him like four years to move. He has 119 kids. He has nine kids. I mean, well, yeah, well, what, what's that's yeah, well. I mean, he has almost cleared one side of the ball. Yeah, almost. I think that's what he's trying to do. Just start his I own team. I think he's trying. That's. I agree with you. At some point, we're just going to see. Five rivers on one side of the, on one team. It's going to be an astonishing feat. Really, it will. Be. Interceptions were plentiful. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of forgot. I, I kind of forgot that uh, he was just allegedly moving on from yeah. the Chargers and not retiring. Because I started talking before we before we started um first started recording about. We obviously bring up Philip Rivers. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not a Hall of Famer? And you kind of looked at me funny, and I'm like, wait, that's right. He didn't retire. Eli right. did. That's why we talked about Eli. I will say this about Philip Rivers. Um, I can certainly understand from a stat standpoint how some people might say, yeah, he's in. 
I don't believe he is. I don't he, think he's a Hall of Famer. He I, needs to put one on the board. Yeah, he puts I'm, one on no. the board. He's probably in. Oh, if he puts a Super Bowl on the board, he's absolutely in. Right. But here's the thing: he won't, because he's always choked when the game was on the line. He okay. He has 27 fourth quarter comebacks. That's great. I mean, the average quarterback gets, I don't know, two to three a season. Depending on your circumstances, you might get four or five, depending how your defense is if you're an offensive team. Like a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, they're in the page where the Patriots were an offensive team, or like the Chiefs are an offensive team now, are going to have more opportunities because while they're putting up points, the defense isn't that great. But then they're going to be able to come back. So they're going to have more opportunities for things like that. I, I just don't – I never felt scared of Phillip Rivers. Listen, Eli, Eli had that kind of Manning clutch gene when it mattered most. He stepped up. Rivers, I just never – I always felt like if I'm watching like Sunday Night Football or something, and it seemed like Phillip Rivers was on that every week. And I know John Gruden, when he was on Monday Night, would just gush over Phillip Rivers every time he was on. It, it, it came down to, oh, it's going to be an exciting finish because Phillip Rivers, once again, was mediocre all game. And then let his team back. And, oh, oh, he got it, they got it. Oh, no, he threw an interception. And he just never... Name me a Philip Rivers clutch performance. Uh, I, I... Not... not wait, a, no, 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 give me a second. Not a big stat game. A clutch performance. No, give me... Um, he almost had one against the Patriots. Yeah, cool, almost. Didn't win. Then he would have 28 fourth-quarter comebacks, probably. But, no, he, he, I don't remember a time when the guy actually performed in the clutch. I can't. He's got he's got one game in the playoffs that he had a, a fourth-quarter uh, comeback. Um, I don't have it up at the moment, which stinks. But, I mean, even that, it's one. If he and Eli don't, don't pull that switch on draft day, do you think their destinies with their teams are any different? Because I do find it, it's just kind of funny that they were, they've were they always been intertwined since draft day for obvious reasons. Right. And now, well, Eli just straight up retired. And it looks like Phillip Rivers is still planning to play elsewhere at the moment. He hasn't said anything about retirement as far as I know. It's just kind of funny to think about Phillip Rivers, a New York Giant, and Eli Manning, the San Diego, then L.A. Charger, what's different? Do they have the same kind of careers? I the mean, only thing, The only thing I can think of is the head coach. I, I, Phillip had, had Marty. Yeah. And I I want to say Coughlin was there. Realize, when, yeah. I think it was Coughlin. By and large, they're do, the, do they're the think, same player. But Well, I think, I think Phillip is a little more brash. Do you agree with that? Oh, he's a lot whinier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he would he, – he, He'd do his, his gee golly gosh darn act uh, against the other team, and he'd be really outspoken and, and boastful to the other team during the game. The question would be, is Tom, would Tom Coughlin, circa 2007, deal with that? I doubt it. So there's our problem. Eli was drafted in 04. In three years, is Tom Coughlin with Philip Rivers building that team up to that point? Plus, 
Oh, for the Super Bowl? Right. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I yeah. think we get to year three and we're like, Ugh, this didn't work. Th- this is this yeah. is going two different directions. And what Eli's doing out in L.A., I don't know, because you also got to factor in. Well, was LT factored in that trade at all? I don't think so. Maybe the draft pick was. But I think the draft pick. He hadn't was, been drafted yet. He was drafted second was, round, I believe. There was another player that was tied in it. I want to say it was LT. No, LT was drafted the same year Drew Brees was, wasn't he? True. Yeah, that was a whole different draft. Someone else was – some other player that was pivotal was tied into that. I, I'd have to go back and do research. But I just think the dynamic between Phillip Rivers – and Tom Coughlin would be the breaking point. Because for all what Eli does, he is very laid back. He is he's a competitor, obviously, because yeah. he, he led his team to two Super Bowls. But he had the right demeanor for New York though. Right. Like in all his career, did you hear about anything? No. It's just like Jeter. Aside like, from the selling bootleg jerseys, but Yeah. But, I mean, serious stuff. Like, you look at Jeter and Eli, it's like somehow they navigated through the New York media yeah. in not 20-year careers, but uh, Eli's, 16. do the math real quick, stupid, it's like 15? 16. 16? Yeah. And Jeter was around that. I don't know his exact year amount. But you have to give it respect to be able to navigate through that where – Many, many, many people have not been able to navigate. Let me tell you one thing about, especially living, and I know we don't live in Boston, but the Boston market necessarily, yeah. and not the restaurant. Um, if there's something they can find on anybody, Boston, New York, L.A., those big media markets, especially in New York. I don't know if I put L.A. up there though. L.A.'s a big market. It no, it is. Trust me, it is. Maybe basketball, I would put it up there. But football, baseball, it just doesn't seem... Oh, no, dude. You know how many, like, wannabe... No, I mean, like... Dirt writers are out there. Oh, the, the writers, I agree. But I, I think I think the writers in L.A. kind of try to even... I mean, all around the U.S., they, they, they curtail more towards the athletes even nowadays. You'll have one here or there who are that, you know... I'm going to get that guy no matter what, and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be the guy that's just against the the grain. But most of them are just – they're trying to get access. They want to get info. They want to get this and that, and they have to be nice. And, and if they see something, maybe push it off to the side and forget about it. Some. Maybe maybe 10 years ago. But now if there's dirt to be had, oh now it's somebody somebody's going to find it. Even in the last couple of years, like when Jeter played, if you could find something – People were going to bring it up. Well, with Jeter, it was he'd have his lady over. And when she left, she left with parting gifts, a nice basket. But they understood what it was. And then when he was done with baseball, he's married to. No, uh, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm not talking. But I mean, but I mean, that that's the most dirt you could have on Jared Jeter. Right. And that's not dirt. And that's that's, a, that's a man's personal life thing. behind closed doors. Right, that's, that's not, not yeah. terrible. He wasn't married. He wasn't cheating on nobody. No, he was. Single, yeah, and he got married after he was done right. baseball. No, I'm talking real like scandal, like right. this person, and like yeah, like. So now we're looking at, yeah, anyone could do an Instagram, a Snapchat, uh, post something on Twitter that they see going down. Absolutely, but as far as the writers, I think they kind of just 
they step back a little bit and they just want to get that access so they can get their stories out. Maybe I said it wrong. I meant just media in general. Well, maybe I was you, wrong. Maybe I was wrong about writers. Would I, you classify? Well, see, this is where we have to maybe reconfigure what the word media means. Anything that can, in any fashion, whether it be hammering with a rock and chisel or writing on a computer, I don't, I don't report mean, on a team. Yeah, I don't mean in that direction. I mean, ten years ago, your your media, you're you're looking at you're looking at the media and it's like, okay, you know, you're, I don't know if you know, ten years ago that makes sense. Ian Rappaport, you're Adam Schefter, you're... Oh, I'm just you're talking anything. Only. I'm talking anything. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm saying, like, right now, is media, as far as, like, classification, is that almost anybody with a, a smartphone? I mean, not officially, but, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not talking credentialed media things. I'm right. just talking anybody who can dig up dirt. If you could find it in those big markets, you would have. And a guy like Eli stayed squeaky clean. And not only clean, because I think Philip Rivers is relatively clean, too. I mean, he's really annoying, well, he's, he's, but he's clean. Right. But with him, there's no way he doesn't lose his temper over and over again oh with that New God. York media. There's no way. The San Diego a market? Like, a guy like Eli was laid back enough to just kind of – and even if he did, you know, even if he was sweating what they were saying, he was controlled enough to not show it. Yeah. But you got to give him props on that. We got we got way off the lead on that one. Did we? Oh, yeah, yeah we, we kind of we went from talking about Philip Rivers leaving to talking about what media. is media. Eh, it happens. Shenanigans. All right. So now, next topic: the guy who inexplicably, and if, if saying this now seems ridiculous, but at the time, the guy who Philip Rivers chased out of uh, away from at the time the San Diego Chargers, yeah, Mister Drew Brees, who. I don't really know anybody who can debate the the greatness of Drew Brees throughout his entire career. I mean, maybe if you're a Falcons fan or whatever, you are a little bitter. That's fine, whatever. But nobody can deny the stats and what the guy's done. And this past Sunday was the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch. I, I didn't either because um, I had there was paint that was drying and I had to watch that. Huh. Um. But no, in all honesty, it just doesn't excite me at all. Um, All-star games in general. I used to love when I was a kid. They just don't do nothing for me anymore. It's not. There's so much money on the line. The guys just aren't playing hard. So it's not. You're not watching a real game. Yeah, they tried uh, to pass it off on an interview I listened to before yeah, the game. Yeah. That, oh, we we're trying hard because we want to get that money, you know, because it's a $35,000 difference between the winner and loser. Okay. Which might matter to, like, a first-time Pro Bowl, second-year player, fifth-round, sixth-round draft pick. Maybe. R- Russell Wilson doesn't care. He spent that on coffee this week. It doesn't matter. Speaking of Russell Wilson, he did, I think, a pretty classy move. It was classy. I say I agree with that. Out of respect. We can agree Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like him or dislike him. Classy guy. I don't know how you can dislike him. Yeah. Even if you're a 49ers fan, a Cardinals fan, what's the other team in that division? I can't think of. Oh, Rams. Yeah. How can you not like Russell Wilson? Classy guy, great player. Um, appears to be a very, very good leader. Was voted in as a starter of that game, right. the Pro Bowl for the NFC. Uh, decided to uh, step down from that position and give Drew Brees his starting spot. Now, it's an interesting move. Is this a case? And again, this is purely speculation. Of a younger player 
realizing that although Drew Brees had a great year this year, is a tremendous player, first ballot Hall of Famer, could still have many good years left. I don't know. I'm not certainly not going to doubt him until he gives us a reason to. This is a case of Russell Wilson saying, "Hey, no, who realistically knows? Because that 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 drop off comes pretty quick sometimes. It does. Who knows how many more opportunities Drew Brees has is going to have at the Pro Bowl? I'm going to give my spot up to him. Let him start. Let him get that recognition. Let him run out there on the field. Or." As Drew Brees clued some of these guys into something we don't know yet. I'd go with the first one because the second one, I don't think he's going to step away. I don't think he's ready to step away. I don't either, but I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah. And again, that's all speculation. We have seen, I mean, Drew Brees has said that he will consider all options for his future. But I have not really heard a whole lot of retirement talk from his camp. I don't, I don't see him retiring. I'd be very surprised if he did. He's not let me let me put it I'm gonna put this ninety nine percent guarantee because dealing with hundred percent is is ridiculous. Ninety nine percent guarantee he will be a saint. Why do I say that? The way they structured his deal and they reworked it at the beginning of this season, like this calendar season, is they deferred sixteen point two million dollars to spread through the next two seasons. The Saints are on the hook for $15.9 million in dead money next year because his contract voids at the beginning, uh, beginning of the new year, league year. So they're, they're they owe him that money whether he plays or not? Correct. Okay. But if they sign a the deal, they can restructure, move the money around, play that little game that they play with the contracts, and now they don't have to worry about that 15.9. They'll just move it somewhere else and make it work for them. And they have 5.4 dead cap for the following season. Okay. So this little report that they're cool with Taysom Hill being a starter. That's a terrible decision. Um, but they would welcome Drew Brees back is horseshit. Okay. And who, who reported that? I don't I don't remember who I, I heard it from. That's why I put reports. I'd like to give credit to the person, but I don't remember. Wh- I think I... Heard it listening to listening to something during the day. I was only asking, and I'm not trying to knock anybody because I, I honestly don't know who wrote that either. But I did I did see the same report. Um, but I was only asking because if it was somebody, it was like an Adam Shaft, somebody credible, you know, who was right time after time again, like an insider, or if this was just you know someone like URI who was bringing up a topic for discussion. Yeah, I don't know, but. There's no way. I, I just don't see. Like, they're going to want to bring him back at his own at decent money. And they can rework the contract to make it work for them for this year. But I don't see. I don't see. There's there's no way he's going to play someone else. I, I don't just, see that either. I, I don't see him. Why would you be so wanting to play somewhere else. That's why I kind of laugh when people like, oh, Brady's playing somewhere else. Breeze is playing somewhere else. The thing you have to realize is, as talented as these guys are, these systems are in now are built around them. And they have an understanding with the team and the organization and they're comfortable there. Why would at their age, when so many other things can go wrong, risk going out on the field 
and tarnishing your legacy. Oh, I found out who it was. Jay Glazer. Okay. So I He's mean, got he's got connections. Yeah. We can't deny yeah. you can say what you want about Jay Glazer. He's got connections. He knows people. So if he's got something and he said it on the the herd with Colin Cowherd. I just I just can't see them letting Drew Brees go and watch fifteen point nine million dollars on their salary cap next season in spite of the salary cap going up. Just sit there and just be dead. When all oh. they have to do is re-sign them and restructure. And, and let's remember this. Teddy Bridgewater's a free agent. Taysom Hill is a free agent. Is he really? I thought he, I thought he was only like a second-year player. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I think he was because he's um, – I, 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 I could be wrong, but his I, I saw where I was looking up. His contract was up. Um, the site I was on wasn't very specific on whether he was restricted, but – I'll say this, even if he's restricted, that will not preclude a team from coming in and trying to sign him to an offer sheet and put a poison pill in there to make it very difficult for the Saints in the future. And trust me, they will try to any team would do that. I just don't see I don't see how you can you can feasibly think you're going to go into the next season with Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback when you have the best wide receiver in the league and one of the, in spite of his season, one of the most prolific running backs in the league. Who they're going to have to pay really soon, I believe after this season coming up. Well, maybe he might have his fifth-year option. No, I think he was a second-round pick. I could have sworn Kamara was a first-round. Was he a second-round? I believe he was a second-round pick. Because I don't think I don't I remember him being a first round pick. No, he's a third round pick. My, my apologies. He doesn't have a fifth year option. No, so this is it. Then they have to resign him if they want him. Yep. So and regardless of whatever kind of whatever, regardless of the kind of season he had this past year, he's not going to be cheap. No, he's 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 in his last year of his deal. He's only making a mil, mil and some change. Only poor to guy. Be, to be specific, he's making a poor guy. Change. Well, let's remember some of that money goes other places. Let's but, uh, let's start a fundraiser. Um, you're right. They're gonna have to pay him. Like they can't just cheapen out and and wait until the next following season because you got all these other running backs who are getting their contracts, right. and maybe they've proven a little bit more than he has. Like you just you just can't sit on your laurels and wait. It doesn't it doesn't make sense, and you're not gonna sit there and look at fifteen point nine million dollars dead cap and just say, oh boy. I mean, obviously they did it for a reason because they wanted more players this year and they wanted to make it work. Taysom Hill. He is not a starting quarterback. I don't know how much more simple I can put it. He's not a starting quarterback. He does like five or six plays a game. And that's about it. And he has no record of... I mean, even in college, he wasn't a consistent thrower. So you're gonna go into this, you're gonna go into the next season with Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback. In my personal opinion, is bad move. Taysom Hill is an undrafted free agent. So he and that's a whole oof. it's a whole different story than for a I contract. mean that's then now I'm not even gonna dig into it anymore. That, you can be you can there, be on a year to year basis at that point. There there's so much well yes and no. Uh, after three years, I think you have to become 
I think after three years, you become a restricted free agent. Because before that, you're um, an EFRA, which is a exclusive franchise restricted agent. Okay, then he's a restricted free agent this year. Then. Then he's going to be a restricted. He can still, still, he can still make him, make it um, hurt. Oh yeah, because another team can come in and give him a huge offer. Right. Like it's the same thing with the uh, Austin Eckler in. Um, yeah. In um, not San Diego, L.A. L.A. is going to get hurt by Eckler because somebody's going to offer him a very nice contract. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to match that, especially since they're probably going to let Melvin Gordon walk. They're going to have to keep Austin Eckler. Do you, you almost look at it. You said it earlier. They need to restart. Do they need to restart, restart? Throw, I think so. Like, like pull the pin and go. Ew. I mean, you may as well. You're. I mean, you have two first-round draft picks this year. Well, how do you feel about your offensive line? How do you feel about your receiving core? I feel like the Los Angeles Chargers as a whole over the past five to six years have just drastically underperformed. Even when they've had talent. Yeah. You could who's say who's, the, guy, who's the guy at the end of the game? I kept saying every time it was the end of the game. Was it Mike Williams? Every time Phil Rivers would throw up some, some gopher ball. He drops it. He would, no, he would make some ridiculous oh, oh, catch. Mean, yeah, when the, the sick plays he makes. Yeah. But the, the routine... You know, a little, little in-slant, and it's like a oh, three-step drop, boom, right to the pocket. Nope. I mean, that's supposed to be their best receiver and allegedly a top receiver in the league. I don't buy it, not from what I've seen. No, he's not. That team has just drastically underperformed. They have some very good defensive players yeah. who were a little banged up this year, so that's that's justifiable. If you're injured, you can't play at your top level. But, man, Phil Rivers and the offense have been underperforming. For the better part of two better part of two decades, yeah. It's just time to redo it, restructure it. Rebuild an entire team. Uh, somebody wants to give you a second round pick for Austin Eckler. Take that second round pick and let him go. Rebuild. You're going. You're going into year three with Derwin James. Do you? And he came off as a, I don't want to say serious injury, but it was it was significant enough for him to lose half a season and affect that defense. Because Derwin James the year before was a difference maker on that defense, which helped them get to the playoffs in spite of Mr. Rivers and his need to throw the, the throw the ball to the other team. And I'd say this about Jamal Adams, too, in New York. Do you move on if you're going to rebuild? Because Derwin James is now in his third year. I don't think you have to rebuild both sides of the ball. Right. I think if you have a dominant defense, you can you can build, and I'm not saying the Chargers do by any means, but Derwin James is a nice piece to that puzzle. If you feel like he's a franchise defensive leader, then yeah, I think you pay him and you build around him, and then you build a suitable offense. If you're going to have killer defense, your offense, I mean, the Ravens proved that, and I believe it was 2000, when, I mean, Trenton Dilfer was the quarterback, and they won the Super Bowl because their defense was so good that they, they, nobody could touch them. And that offense just just had to be good enough. Just good enough. Didn't have to didn't have to light the world on fire. Just put up, I don't know, 14, 16, 17 points a game, and most and the team was going to win most most weeks. This is what I'd do. And I know we got off the topic of the Saints. But you got... You got Joey Bosa, Derwin James, and Jerry Tillery. That's corner. Uh, it's defensive end, defensive tackle, and a safety. 
all three of them are either are 23 or 24. You can build around those three on the defense. Because, Mel, you can I, you can get something. I, I, and I and you can badger me all you want. You you know where I stand on teams. If I don't think you're good enough, I'm going to tell you you got to tear it down. And that means looking at Melvin Ingram, Casey Hayward, they're both 30 years old. They got one and two year left, two three years left on their contracts. Maybe you start selling off pieces. I'm just I'm just putting it out there on the table because it makes sense to me to start shelling pieces out here and there because otherwise you're going to have a team that's just not good enough. That's just not. You're going to be it. at your salary cap with a team that can't win. Right. Yeah. You're going to turn into. I don't know. Pick your team that. You're going to turn into the Denver Broncos of, of last year who had all this talent. Yeah, when they won Super Bowl 50, they were they, they killed it on defense. But then they, after they, that, the cap just, and, just choked them. And they started paying players, and they were paying players. And play, and then they what did they do? They started shelling pieces off. Aqib Tlaib, they shelled him off. And they cut some players. And I mean, the rumors that they were going to trade Von Miller is epic. I mean, and it never happened. Yeah. It, it yet. Could, I, there you go. Yet. Because it still could happen. So that is a team that's very much rebuilding that offense. And that defense is going to get, with all their high-priced contracts, is going to hamper them from doing that. And if you're the GM, actually, if you're the owner, because I think Tom Telesco has been there for a while as a GM. Do you look at your owner, you look at, is the GM good enough to do a rebuild? If he is, okay. Are you comfortable with Anthony Lynn as your head coach? I don't know which side of the ball he plays on. I think he's more of a defensive. I think Andrew Lynn's a defensive guy. I yeah. want to say he is. Is he is he enough to build your team around to move into that next that next step that the the Chargers need to make at some point in this next decade? Because they're just not they're not good enough. They haven't been good enough. Their best team. Went up against the Patriots in 07 and lost. And they had that game. They had it in their hands. That was the team where LT wouldn't tell anybody his injury and sat there on the sideline. Right. But they had his, the game in their hands. On. Yeah. And they got stripped away, literally, by Troy Brown. And they couldn't. They just couldn't do it. I believe LT won the MVP award that year also. I think so. And stood on the sideline with his visor on and wouldn't tell anybody why he was hurt, but didn't even come in the game. And then, and, and Philip Rivers played with a torn ACL. Yeah. So. Played the entire game with a torn ACL. Yeah. Which is why I do give him some credit. I give him credit for being a tough player. I just don't think he was a clutch player. There's a difference. So, looking at the Saints, I started reading up a little bit. Even if they, if they decided to part ways with all three, by the way, First off, that'd be epic. To part ways with Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, and, and Teddy B would be epic. But from all reports and from what you see from Sean Payton, they're going to keep they're going to try to keep Taysom Hill. At 24, I know that's low in the draft. There's a couple guys who are second, early second, late thirds, there's one guy who's late second, 
late first, early second, who I like for the Patriots, Jake Fromm from Georgia. Love him. I can see them grabbing one of those players. And by the midseason, Taysom Hill is back to his duties. And you've wasted conservatively $4 million to $6 million on Taysom Hill. Well, if they're going to actually put him in as a bigger part of the offense and they think he can really do that, that's not a waste. No. I mean, if they go in the premise that he's a starting quarterback. Oh, I think I don't even think they believe that. I think they're just saying that. That's posturing. Well, here's the thing. If some team comes out and they give him, as a, re, as a restricted free agent, a ridiculous contract, no way the Saints are going to match. Somebody goes out there, and I don't, I don't see it happening, but they offer him, I don't know if there's, there's a limit or, or a, a minimum on the number of years you oh, have to offer a restricted free Most restricted free agent contracts are like three to five years. More more on the lower end of three to four. Give him, offer him like a three-year, $30 million contract, thinking the Saints no. are going to match him. But I don't think I don't think there's no way they can do that. If you if they don't sign Drew Brees, I don't think you need to offer a three and thirty. I think you can offer him like a three and fifteen, and that'll even then that has to sit with the Saints and say, can we do this? Can we match this offer? Is it going to put us in a hurt? For one season, it will. Now, obviously, after next season, it's five million dead cap. And let's remember. I'm just looking at Drew Brees' dead cap if he doesn't resign. That's not factoring anybody else. Not to mention anyone else they trade this this offseason right. or the next season or players that they just straight up cut. That's just Drew Brees' dead cap. It does soften 2021 with the 5.4. It's still $5 million that are just sitting there that you can't spend on a pl- That's a player. Some teams, that's two players. Yeah. If you're the Browns deal. of the early decade, that's the entire offense. Correct. It's it'll be interesting. I think they're gonna keep Drew. And they're gonna some make some way to make Taysom Hill part of the team. Because they want to keep him. I think they've conceded that Teddy Teddy's gone. Teddy yeah, I think Teddy will go get a starting job somewhere. Teddy's gonna get some money. I could see Teddy in, in Indy. I could see him in Miami. Ooh. It'd be a great spot for him. Interesting. Interesting. You have two quarterbacks in Indy that you're not sure about each one of them. That'd be an interesting move by Indianapolis. But I like what he's doing in Indianapolis. The name always escapes my mind, and then it comes back to me. But I like what he does. I like what he's been doing. He's been, that offensive line is... Who, the GM? Yeah. Broussard. Thank you. He's he's got that offensive line that is just a yeah that line is very 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 good. very good offensive line. And you get Teddy B. Now you can spend a draft pick, your first round pick maybe on that one of those wide receivers. Absolutely, because there's a like I said before, there's a couple of nice wide receivers right to ten to twenty, you can grab. I don't want to say one of them looks like uh, looks like uh, Julio Jones, but one of them looks like. Julio Jones. And that's a bold statement. Uh, you want to dig into that that subject we were going to talk about? Oh, the Kareem Hunt being an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. We'll touch on that. So tell, uh, tell us a story, Ben. What what happened to everybody's favorite uh, hotel lobbyist? Well, let's see. He gets pulled over by a cop. Naturally. Cop smells. I, I hope it was a cop. 
Uh, yeah, it was a cop. This time it was a cop, yeah. Uh, I guess he smelled weed. Uh, he was just... Because I think he was trying to search, get it, get the rights to search a car because you're going to have to... Without a warrant, you can't just search anybody's property. Right. Um, but the cop said if he, you know, doesn't find anything serious, then he's just going to write him a ticket. Found bag wheat. What was he in, be initially pulled over for? Was it speeding? I think so. Okay. Which is sad. But... So then he found the weed and brought it back to him. So he copped to the weed when he after the cop found the weed. Um, but the cop said he's only only going to write him a ticket. He asked him if he was going to pass a drug test. And he admitted no. He wouldn't. Uh, even though the weed was his brother's, I guess. He had a little fun because it's the off season. So he doesn't need to test. Right. Okay. Well, supposedly. Supposedly. Um, I guess he also found an open bottle of vodka or some liquor. Um, but the cop didn't hint any alcohol. So he kind of let that go, too. Just wrote him a ticket. Because if you read the transcript... And it's, I believe I read it on ESPN.com. He's a Browns fan. Long time Browns fan. That's my only problem. That's with, my only with, problem with, with the whole with thing. With all of this. Like, because I did research because I wanted to see, as far as him being, you know, just to get a ticket and, and be done with it. Right. How egregious that really was. And from the standpoint of the marijuana, what, however you feel about that is your business. That's not what this discussion's about. We're talking about the law in the state of Ohio. Right. I read up on this before we before we recorded, so I could actually be a little informed on this topic. Apparently, in Ohio, from what I've read, under a hundred, a hundred milligrams or hundred grams or something, is only a. Um, it's like it, it's decriminalized under that amount, so there wouldn't be any arrest or anything for that, unless he perceived that Kareem Hunt was in fact intoxicated at the time, which I'm assuming he did not, or. This is a you know a much bigger deal, and as far as the vodka goes, well, I mean, if he's drinking and driving, he deserves to be punished for that. But if it's just a bottle, depending where it is in the car, if it's in a bag in the back seat and it's just an open bottle of vodka, well, I've gone to parties before where I spent the night, and I brought vodka with me, and I drank at the party, woke up sober, and then drove home with the rest of it. That's not a crime either. There's no drinking and driving involved. Right. The only problem I have is he says all these things. There's, like, lack of details necessarily. And then he goes, I'm a lifelong Browns fan. Say, like, dude, that does not make you look good. No. Makes you look really, really bad. I mean, it, it, all of this, like I said, it's really hard to give Kareem Hunt the benefit of the doubt based on his history, his past. But this is a different circumstance. So, in fairness... Like I said, I just broke it. I tried to break it down. Like, he was, didn't have a criminal amount of marijuana on him. There's no... Nothing to suggest he'd been drinking the alcohol in the car. It's like, if you're just Kareem Hunt, man, he's got to be a little bit smarter than that. I mean, come on. And and you're speeding with these things in your car. Come on, dude. Smarten up. And if he's not going to pass a drug test, then... 
Uh, Roger Goodell on line one, Mister Hunt. Uh, no, because because if you read the there's a there's a there's a um, column on was it ESPN? Yeah, it was ESPN.com detailing, and we won't get into into depth into this because the CBA is a whole different animal. There's a a, a part of the column that. The end result for the next CBA might be reduction in penalties involving marijuana or elimination of penalties for marijuana. Right, but that's not the current CBA. No, he, no, he, no. His, his whatever whatever you want to call it, offense or whatever, would still be covered under this current yeah, CBA. True. So that and, doesn't... And, and Goodell has Article 46, which he can just, you know, hammer anyone he wants. It, well, it's... it's I, I have the the biggest problem I have is is Hunt doing what he did, all what he did, knowing what he's done in the past, not being a little smarter than that. The cop admitting he's a I'm one of the hugest Browns fans ever. That's a quote. Direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's frustrating to watch the Browns every single year. Well, I, I don't know. Whatever you feel about that happening to, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, whatever he did, that that's a personal choice, what you think is right and wrong. Uh, I'll just say this much. I have the option to have Nick Chubb as a keeper in my fantasy league, and I think Mr. Chubb's going to be my keeper because uh, Kareem Hunt does many more, more things like this and I kind of want him around in Cleveland. They're just going to... Let him pack his bags, which he'd probably pack with things that'll get him in trouble if he right. were to get pulled over for speeding again. And but. and a spokesman for the Rocky River PD called the officer's actions quote appropriate. No, and in reality, like I know we're having some fun here with this. In reality, my only problem is is you don't yeah. need you're 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 at a job. Your job is to serve and protect the community. What you? I, I'm shocked it doesn't like. Obviously, I don't have. A, there's no video, but would it not shock you seeing that if there was video of Kareem Hunt signing some piece of paper for this officer as a as a autograph? Would it shock you? I don't know, man. That's that's speculation, and that's if I'm a cop. That's putting, pe- I, that's putting people who we don't know is. We don't know this cop. We don't know his moral character. I mean, that's that's putting that into question. We don't we don't know that. I mean, come on. I don't know. He says he's a. He seemed to have lightened up on him, because he's a Browns player or he's an athlete. If I'm pulling over Tom Brady, for speeding, as much as the inside of me is saying, "Oh my God, it's Tom Brady," I have to be professional. In the job that I'm doing. Well, all Tom Brady's going to have in the car is an overripe avocado. I mean... That's true. That's the biggest danger Tom Brady's going to pose. I'm just I'm just trying to correlate it to... No, I get it. I get what you're saying. And trust me, I, I, I thought about all that stuff. But, I, I you know, I don't really want to speculate. I, just, I thought it was more funny than anything. Because in, in reality of it, he didn't... Like I said, he did not have an illegal amount of the substance to be a criminal offense in Ohio. I don't want to hear, oh, it's state and federal different. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's, we're not talking about that. Didn't have a criminal. And it, it, apparently, from everything we've seen, and again, there is always dash cams on these on these cop cars, so maybe something will come out later. You don't know. Maybe. Um, 
Roger loves releasing videos two months after he gets them. So we'll we'll, we'll find out oh, sometime some. around sometime around March. Some of them he just he just burns. Yeah, we'll some. find out sometime around March. Whatever Roger Goodell saw, but I mean, if there was no belief that he had been drinking and he didn't have the an illegal amount of, of marijuana in his car and there's no suggestion that he had or he was intoxicated in any way then fine I mean I do think it's poor form to sit there and say oh yeah I'm a Browns fan by the way just trying to just kind of make yourself look bad so that's all that's my only grab with it I mean cops are uh, cops are trained to defuse situations to make them everyone just kind of come down a level so i get that part of trying to defuse it with some discussion or conversation but you can choose another avenue to go down other than hey i'm big browns fan disappoint i'm frustrating every year watching them it's like can you can you do something else well instead of instead of Seeming like some sort of local lackey who's just going to give a pass to any athlete that that. Well, I'd say if anything, if he, if he's a frustrated Browns fan, he should have arrested Freddie Kitchens for not using Nate Chubb properly. Oh, that's true. We all agree on that one. Well, since we agree, we're gonna we're gonna end on a high note. We're gonna get out of here. We ran a little long today. Hope you guys don't mind. As always, we will love your thoughts and opinions on all of our topics. Or well, we only have three this week, but any of our topics, whether it be. The ever so mediocre Philip Rivers, the Drew Brees and uh, Saints situation, and uh, Russell Wilson doing a classy thing at the Pro Bowl, giving Drew Brees a spot, or Kareem Hunt being the Cleveland PD's favorite uh, favorite son. <laughs> uh yeah. And Ben, where can they discuss those topics? Uh, we can go on um, Instagram, Ben underscore Chris Talk Football. You can hit us up on Twitter as Ben Chris Talk FL One. Or you can go on Facebook where we will have our championship game, Banker Tank Post, coming up this week. Again, from, And again, it's Liz against Josh, and that's on Ben and Chris Talk Football Facebook page. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for Ben, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you right back here Friday morning. Thank you.